0: Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Panos Shozos. He's the co founder and CEO of Learn Worlds, a Cyprus based e learning company that's transforming self paced learning through hassle free textual and video based learning. He co founded the company in 2014 during a period which the economics of both Greece and Cyprus were not conducted to new ventures. Learn World is now a multi million dollar SaaS company based in 70 countries with a team of over 30 employees. Panos, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Okay, very and good.
1: And in so fact, who, we're even bigger right now. We're, we're at 75 people right now and growing. So our online courses are super hot. So the, the past few months have been amazing for
0: us. So, so how many customers do you have?
1: Uh, we have over four and a half
0: thousand customers right now. Okay, and what are they paying for?
1: Uh, if we are a software as a service, people start by the, our lowest package is $29 per month and you get a full-blown online school, which you can use to sell online courses. Our most expensive package is $799 per month. 799 Yes. Yes.
0: What What is the average customer pay per month?
1: Average customer is around uh, $120 right now.
0: $120. dollars mm-hmm. Can I take 4,500 customers times 120? You're doing about $540,000 a month in revenue?
1: No, no, that's not uh, precise. There are some, some other like lines of business, some mobile applications that we're selling and other stuff which uh, make it slightly bigger.
0: Okay, so you're doing more than half a million a month in revenue? Yes, yes. Okay, that's great. What's the backstory here? When did you launch?
1: Uh, we launched originally back in 2014. Uh, we have, a, as a team, three co-founders. We go way back in e-learning. I have a PhD in e-learning, so we started first working together as scientists within a university setting. You know, creating platforms for the academia, publishing papers, but didn't have much entrepreneurial capacity or understanding back then. So after a few years of working in the academia and doing different stuff, we got together. We we're really believing in the future of e-learning, and that the future of e-learning is the future of learning is online. Actually, so we wanted to create a platform that will take the state of the art of e-learning, the things that we were studying, and bring them at the hands of actual trainers and creators and uh, and folks who want to monetize their their audience. This is how we started.
0: And and tell me a little bit more about uh, how you guys decided to split equity in the early days. It's always a tough conversation
1: well for us it wasn't a tough conversation we've known each other for 25 years we've uh, done uh, several projects and we we always even when we were students we had a, a joint pot we were doing like projects and uh, had a, a you know a, a little piggy bank for uh, purchasing books going to conferences doing uh, even like fun stuff together so we we split evenly
0: that were, that was for a, a, So a, a, four, 4 four co-founders you each took 25% three. 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 Okay,
1: we're three co-founders. We we split evenly uh, in the first couple of years. We bring we brought in our very first couple employees, and they got a very small part also of, of shares. We couldn't pay them proper salary back then. Nobody got a salary, so they also got uh, into the business with some uh, uh, like with with some uh, with some equity.
0: Understood. Now, if you're doing if you're doing more than five hundred thousand dollars a month today, what were you doing a year ago? So we can look at your growth rate.
1: Uh, Well, uh, in uh, our growth rate in 2020 was about 200%. So uh, we were already growing by about 100% per year. Before that, that was the average, I guess, of the entire online course industry. It's not just us, other businesses as well. But 2020, uh, COVID has been a a catalytic phenomenon. Um, Overnight, all learning became online. People started to try to find the solutions to stay online, get in touch with their customers, get in touch with their students. They were trying to find emergency solutions. So it was obviously a breakout year for us, and the growth was about two hundred percent for twenty twenty, and it's continuing so, at a very high percentage.
0: So two hundred percent year over year growth, and you're doing more than half a million a month today. We mean about a year ago, you were doing call it two hundred fifty thousand dollars per month in revenue, something like that.
1: Uh, I think it was less less than that because of the less than that. Wow,
0: hundred years. Okay, very cool. Now you talked to talk to me a bit more about your team. There's seventy five people today. Is that right? Yes. And what's the breakdown? How many engineers?
1: Well, we got about thirty engineers. Uh, overall, or in the product team, let's say, because they might in- include uh, product managers and, uh, and uh, people who are uh, like or, or working also on the, on the back end and uh, DevOps and, and all this stuff. Uh, we have about 25 people that are working on customer support and customer success roles, uh, very few people that are on the admin. We're quite lightweight in terms of our processes. Because of all the like everything, is super automated as much as we can, and the rest are marketing and salespeople.
0: And Panos, how many salespeople do you have that carry a quota? Uh, right now, we
1: have five salespeople.
0: Five sales reps, very cool. And what is their quota?
1: Uh, this depends because we are working on different segments, uh, different geographies, so it's not, uh, it's not a, a unique number for, for all of them. Uh, and also, I would say that less than half of our pipeline comes through the salespeople. We are very much a product-led company. So more than half of our funnel is automated. People
0: understand check- that, Panos, but there's a lot of people with product-led growth that are trying to hire their first sales rep, trying to figure out what quota to put them on. So I'm trying to learn from you here. What, what quota did you give your first sales rep?
1: Uh, this is something that uh, we cannot share, and this is something that, as I mentioned, depends on the geography. We are we have customers in over. Where over was the first
0: geography you hired a sales rep for?
1: Uh, it was the, the US. Yes.
0: Okay, and how did you? You don't have to share the exact, I guess, quota. If you don't want to share that. But what ratio did you have between like what the full on target earnings a sales rep could earn relative to his or her quota?
1: Uh, it's about 50%. So it's 50% uh, salary and 50% is the, the, the commissions. No, my, my,
0: my, my question is how much higher is the quota target relative to what their full pay is. If they hit quota, (sighs)
1: it's, it's, it's about 50% higher.
0: So you will, if I joined you today as your first sales rep, my full earnings would be about $200,000. If I hit a $250,000 quota or, or $300,000 quota, that's 50% higher.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure how you break that down because that's that's not how we um, that's not how we calculated things initially.
0: Uh, as, uh, ha, ha, that's upon us. That's what I want to learn. Give me, give me the yeah. example. That's what I'm trying to learn here. You're making me yeah, work. yeah. yeah.
1: In, in our in our case, uh, just to, since we are learning here, and the, 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 the thing is, like when we got our first people, we didn't have fixed numbers. We created the numbers along with the people who got on board on sale. So it's mm-hmm. a, it's a role that we didn't have before. Uh, uh, like the platform was selling itself, it was purely product-led. So once we we hired a few people, we started measuring what impact they had on the conversion rate, like how many of the fu- of the what uh, what percentage of the funnel wanted to be sold to, because not all of them want. And once we uh, we started getting this. Uh, extra this this boost that the salesperson would uh, add into the uh, into the the funnel the conversion rates then we started negotiating with them the um, uh, the, the commission so it was something that we built along there isn't uh, once you have a when you have a, co- a company that's learning and growing and the numbers are not stable you don't go out with a uh, like with a with a specific Quota. This is something that we created along with uh, with the sales uh, with the salespeople.
0: How many demo calls do you want your account executives doing today on a monthly basis?
1: Our account executives do about twenty calls per, per week. That that's per the, week.
0: That's okay. okay, so about eight, so call it eighty per month, and and how many do they do? You hope they close?
1: We hope that they close around thirty percent of those.
0: Okay. Got it. So 80 calls per week, 30%. Got it. So you're you're looking at like 20, you know, maybe 20 new sales per month per rep, something like that.
1: Yes. But in in our case, again, I guess it's, this is unique for, for every company with our lifetime, uh, with our customer lifetime value and average contract value. These are usually the biggest customers and the most uh, like uh, the, the most complex product, the most complex cases, the most complex um, uh, contracts,
0: I would say. What is, what is your lifetime in dollars today? Sorry, what is your lifetime in dollars today? Lifetime uh, that's value.
1: Not, that's not something I can I can share. Let's say that the uh, as, as as I mentioned the our, our like usually the people that go to our salespeople and want to be sold to and go through the sales process uh, usually they buy our middle plan, which is at uh, at two and a half thousand dollars per uh, per year. yeah what i'm really what i'm
0: really getting to is product-led growth lifetime values really should be through the roof if they're sticky right if your product's keeping customers in it so how sticky is your platform what was churn over the past 12 months
1: uh, churn is close to, uh, the retention is close to 100%, slightly less than 100%. So it's not ideal. We are trying to get it uh, with expansion that we are adding into the product. We're trying to get that about, ha- above 100%, which obviously this is like uh, an amazing scenario. We're close to that uh, and working through the product to, to get to that uh, to that level. Before, so, uh,
0: before, before case, yeah, sorry, just... About, I, I I want to, I want, I just, just because we're short on time, I want to hyper focus just on churn before you add back expansion revenue to try and get above 100%. What is just gross churn before expansion?
1: Yeah, it's around
0: 90%. Okay, so retention annually is retention, about 90%. Retention, yes. Got it. So you're churning 10% annually. You're then expanding another maybe 5%. So your net dollar retention now is called like 95%, with goals to get above 100%.
1: Yes. Yes. And I also, see. As as with any product, with the different plans, you have different retention rates. Of obviously, course. In our in our lower plans, where you have newbies and people who are just just starting out, the uh, for us the lower pl- plans are effectively you know lost leaders. We're trying to give them an easy ramp into the platform, get them to start to to use the tool and get into online courses. Uh, with the bigger plans, obviously you have bigger teams, SMBs usually who have already. Huge content, huge audiences, which you're trying to monetize. So the stickiness there is unique because once you load a few dozen thousand customers onto a platform, it's extremely difficult to switch to a different uh, to a different tool. So the stickiness yeah. there is uh, is almost hundred for- percent.
0: And Paros, have you and your buddies back from 2014? Have you guys decided to bootstrap the company, or did you decide to raise?
1: no no we raised we had a a, a, we were bootstrapped for several years we had a small round of about uh, 1 million euro two years ago and just last week we announced a funding round of uh, 32 million dollars with insight partners who is an amazing partner for us they've invested now they're invested in uh, in udemy plural site in the past they had invested in twitter shopify so they know both e-learning and e-commerce very well and we we Find them amazing partners for, fun, for funding and continuing the, the, best, the next chapter of our growth.
0: Remote teams are all the rage right now. In fact, many companies want to stay this way, even post-pandemic. And the reasoning's obvious. Hiring talent from anywhere in the world means you can bring on better talent. But the challenges are very real. How do you manage employees in other countries, legally and easily? What about international payroll, employee benefits? What are taxes like in countries that are far away from where you're based? You need to understand all of this, including local paperwork and local compliance for all your remote employees. Now, two of the most successful remote companies, both GitLab and Zapier, have reached multi-billion dollar valuations, and they use a special tool, a secret portal, I like to call it, at remote.com. Remote's platform is easy to use for full-time employees, contractors, and your HR team. They help you scale your international team, your remote team, at a price you can afford. Now, look, when I sign up sponsors, you guys know I like to get a great deal for our listeners. Otherwise, we won't run the sponsorship. Well, Remote has delivered. Sign up today and receive a 50% discount off your first employee for the first three months. Check out nathanlaka.com forward slash remote and enter promo code LATKA to get started. That's NathanLatka.com forward slash remote and promo code L-E-T-K-A. Check it out today before you miss out. You've decreased your optionality by raising 32 million from someone like Index. You really have one path, and that is growth at all costs. In other words, you and your buddies couldn't sell the business now for 100 million bucks and take $30 million paychecks and go sail off into the sunset. Why did you decide to decrease your optionality by raising from a traditional VC like this?
1: First of all, it's inside partners. It's not index. So Sorry, it's not inside. A, yeah. So it's not a traditional VC where you. In, know, inside's a, a
0: traditional VC. Inside Ventures is a very large traditional VC firm.
1: I mean, and private equity. So the 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 their goal is not always you know growth at all costs. They can be very patient in uh, in their investments. They hold investments for several years. So it's not. Uh, and and the goal here is to create a, a multi billion dollar business the potential now in e-learning is absolutely immense everybody through this past year everybody has realized that the the future of learning is online we see
0: is uh, that true is that amazing. true or was that or, it, or was that because covid that was the only option and so everyone uh, saw artificial growth numbers
1: well well this is this is something that i've studied very it's it was also part of my phd this is something that uh, we have been studying for years e-learning always was a revolution always 5 years ahead so you never saw the, the true potential of, 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 uh, of, uh, of e-learning. Always something was missing. 20 years ago, it was bandwidth. 15 years ago, it was something else. Uh, uh, what has happened now was totally, uh, totally catalytic to how ingrained e-learning is to everything we do. About Just to give you a small example, uh, a, few, a few months ago, through the pandemic, about 1.7 billion students were using one form of orphan or another of remote learning, either fully online or
0: another because they have to, schools were closed. My, my question is simply, in a world where COVID doesn't exist, does e-learning keep growing as fast as it we, did the past we, 12 months? I think see. it's a very valid, fair question. Yeah,
1: it's, it's absolutely, it's a great question. And it's a question that we always try to validate every day. For us, it's clear. And for our customers, it's clear. And uh, even as uh, COVID subsides, we've seen that the the trend continues. There is no future, at least in the next two, three, four years without COVID, that a business that wants to train 400 employees will get them into a hotel for five hours of PowerPoint. There will be a riot. People, businesses, and professionals have discovered there are so so better ways to learn, much more efficient, much more effective from the comfort of your house without uh, breaking the bank, uh, being able to learn skills at a more interactive, more engaging I way understand. with better user efficiency. That's, that uh, that's something that, that people people realized and we we see that the trend continues even even this year despite all the uh, all the extra le- outbreaks of the pandemic
0: yeah well i sure i sure hope the growth obviously continues uh you, you've raised capital now you can really get creative for future product development now with the 32 million was all of that going into the business or were you guys able to offer some early liquidity to you know early employees you brought on who were incentivized with equity
1: uh, there, there was uh, some uh, like we had an early uh, an early investor. Uh, not all of it goes into the business, but uh, uh, so th- there there is some uh, some distribution with yep. uh, with, the, with this funding.
0: That's great. And, and look, sometimes when folks like you and your buddies get, you know, five, 10 million, you know, out of a round, it enables you to say, you know what, I'm good. I'm set for life. Now I can go for the billion or multi-billion dollar business. Uh, the reason I bring that up is because again, you you can't now sell for a hundred million bucks, right? You may have done that two years ago and you would have made a bunch of money. You can't do that now because liquidation preferences, right?
1: Uh, that, that wasn't our objective uh, to, to ev- ever sell and go out of the business. We are we are feeling very passionate about what we do. We've been dealing with e-learning for the past 25 years, and we found ourselves for the first time at a position where we have not only the vision and the plan about what to do, but also we have the resources. So a few years ago, when we were a bootstrap company, we were trying to implement the state-of-the-art, what we had in mind with very limited resources and with uh, uh, lots of, uh, obviously, Compromises at everything we did. Now we found ourselves in a in a position where we every day it's it's an amazing experience to be able to help people all over the world launch amazing online courses, launch amazing learning experiences, get lots and lots of money out of what they're 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 launching, be able to escape nine to five, create their own business, create their own space in the world, and be and be successful. So f- for us, this is a dream come true. Actually, so with the right resources, with the right partner. Obviously, boosted by the tailwinds of, uh, of COVID, which will hopefully go away soon, uh, will, uh, this gives us uh, a great platform to build on top, create an amazing product, and help as many people as possible discover what is, uh, what is possible with, uh, with online courses.
0: Hanos, when you announced the deal last week, so you raised $32 million, what valuation did you raise on?
1: That's not something that we can uh, announce. Uh, that the, uh, the investors wouldn't be happy with that.
0: Most, it's, it's, it's well-known, most series A's, uh, you know, you're selling 10 to 20% of the business. Is it fair to say you were sort of in that average range?
1: Uh, well, it, it's not, it's not too far off. So Insight invested 32 million for a minority stake in the, in the business. Let's keep it at that.
0: Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book?
1: Ooh, it's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
0: Number two, is there a founder you're following or studying?
1: A founder
0: that I'm studying or CEO? Uh, yeah, uh,
1: not not per, not particularly. Uh, okay. I'm always amazed by the job that the guys over at Stripe are doing, and also with uh, Toby Ludke over at, at Shopify. These are some some great uh, some great cases. But we always try to create forge our own path in what. Number means.
0: number three. What's your favorite online tool for building the business? Besides besides your own, obviously.
1: I think I have to say Zapier. It's something that can, it, it can really, it's like the, the glue of the internet. We just launched also an amazing integration with, with them. And we see also from our customers that it's one of the tools that it really saves them lots and lots of time from them and from their VAs. It's, it's an amazing tool.
0: And uh, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: Hours of sleep? sleep. Ooh, yep. I would say now with the with the funding and everything, I would be happy to get about five but that's not our, our our normal. That's not viable, obviously, from the long term. So hopefully, now that we have announced and we're going back into, like, getting out of the fundraising mode and going back into building mode and expanding, hopefully things will be much better right now.
0: How long were you in fundraising mode? How long did the full process take from first calls to term sheet to closed?
1: It was. Uh, it was. Uh, we took us about seven months, but not because just with this uh, investor, we had been flooded by incoming requests from, uh, from VCs. Everybody was looking into online courses. We, I would never imagine that we would be in such a position like to fend off VCs, with, uh, beat them back with, uh, with a stick. So in the past few months, we talked with, uh, I guess, over 60 of the top VCs in the uh, in, uh, US and, uh, and uh, in Europe. We were trying to find the right. I discovered I didn't know that that money can be had cheaply, like investments can be can be found. We we weren't in such position before COVID. E learning wasn't as sexy. There were uh, lots of investors around, but uh, overnight, e learning became something like AI plus uh, Bitcoin, whatever everybody uh, so What, wanted, wanted what, what month invest. did you
0: sign? What what month did you sign the term sheet in? How, how many months ago is that?
1: Uh, term sheet was around April.
0: So okay, it, got it. Got it. So not not too many. Not, that's actually pretty quick. Then not not too bad. There. Uh, last uh, set of questions yeah. here. What's your situation? Married, single, kiddos?
1: Ooh, I'm uh, I'm married with a, with a daughter.
0: Very cool. And how old are you, Panos?
1: I'm uh, 44 by now.
0: 44 years young. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Sorry, I didn't get that. Some something you wish you knew when you were 20 years old.
1: Um, well, not much. I think I knew the things that I had to know for for that that were good enough for that uh, for that part. Probably, if I knew some things earlier, I, I wouldn't have been uh, I wouldn't have been the same. So I, I'm I'm not uh, trying to to change anything in the in the past.
0: Guys, there you have it. Learn Worlds. They were doing $200,000 a month uh, last year in revenue. Now, well over $500,000 a month in revenue. Crazy growth rate. They create, help you create and sell online courses from your own website. Over 4,500 customers today who pay on average $120 a month. They just broke about $6.5 million in terms of run rate as they look to continue to scale with a new $32 million in funding. Panos, thanks for taking us to the top.
1: Thanks, Nathan, for having me.